Okay, I think really think of this less like a preach and more like a fireside chat today. Mm. So um, I don't know if you watched Farai's talk from last week or you've heard it, but really what I'm doing today is just picking up on some aspects of that that God has really laid on my heart over the the last week or two. Um, and that is intercession, what intercession is, why we're called to be intercessors and, and really some practical tips about how we go about intercessing and I will pick on the guys in this room later and get their thoughts because what I don't want you to think is, oh, we have to do it the way Nancy does it. I'm just going to share some of the stuff that God has taught me over the last few years. Um, you know, whilst I've been praying recently, um, I keep getting this repeated sense back from from the throne room, if you like, that we need to be preparing for what's coming. Mm. I don't know what's coming. God hasn't revealed that to me. But this sense that we need to be preparing. preparing. And it's as if we, or at least I, need to shake off the last of that lethargy of lockdown. Mm. You mm. know, that, that lingering lethargy that that's been clinging and it's like God is saying no you need to shake it off and you need to allow the Holy Spirit to draw you back in to like tight fellowship yeah. both with the Godhead with Father Son and Spirit but also with the body with his church you know we really need that drawing in mm. and also the sense of we need to sort out our toolbox mm. that may have got a bit muddled over the last two years and maybe like me you need to dust off a few dreams or words that you've received or maybe some skills or even calling that God has put on your life that you know has just got all a bit jumbled with misuse and it was in this sense that I felt God wanted me to talk on intercession today this sort of brushing off a, a skill um, I know it's something that God has put a calling on my life to, and it's it's something that is a blessing and a challenge but you know it's intercession is something that we're all called to if we're priests if we're part of the priesthood then we're called to intercession but really do we understand what it is we know it's prayer mm. but is it different to normal prayer well what's normal prayer but you get the idea and I hope to unpack a bit of that as we go on mm. you know like everybody else I am on a journey I have not got all the answers mm. but I'm just going to share some of the stuff that God's given me um but to understand it I'm going to give a little backstory really and I think we need to know what the role of the high priest was in the old testament and for I unpacked that beautifully mm. last week but primarily the high priest was a go-between between between God and the people. Yeah. That was his role. And the very first high priest, although we don't call him that, was Moses. Mm. Because what Moses did was be the go-between between between God and the people. He relayed the words of God to the Hebrew people. And he interceded on their behalf before God. When God wanted to exert his wrath, it was Moses interceding on behalf of them. Yeah. You know, Later on, it was Aaron and his descendants that were appointed priests, and that became part of the law. And they had to perform these different set-out duties in that role. But even in that, they were still acting as go-between between God and the people, yeah you know, making atonement and trying to 
avert God's anger or his wrath. To the Hebrew people, the high priest was the source of salvation. Mm. That was his role. Mm. You know, he, he alone was able to perform the sacrifices through which the people could be reconciled to God, yes, yeah. you know, for their sins. And every year on the Day of Atonement, the high priest, who would have already gone through a, a period of isolation to cleanse himself of his own personal sin, would take a sacrifice and incense into the Holy of Holies. And it was, you know, the people would be waiting because if the high priest didn't come out then that sacrifice wasn't accepted and they would face judgment. Mm. You know, the incense was symbolic of the high priest's intercession on behalf of the people. And every year they would have to go through that tense wait. Were the sins going to be forgiven? Were they okay for another year? It was a waiting game. And this intercession, this atonement, this salvation was temporary. Mm. Until the curtain was torn in two. Yes. It's one of my favourite scriptures because it just symbolises that we now have access ourselves into the Holy of Holies, that we can come before God. You know, we come humbly, but we come with confidence. But it would be a mistake to think that we don't need an intermediary. We don't need a human intermediary anymore. But the reason for that is because Christ is sitting at the right hand of God all the time. Yeah. And his sacrifice on the cross is ever-present before the Father and is an ever-present intercession on our behalf. Yeah. It doesn't need to be repeated. It's not to be God an annual thing. But the reason we can come before God is because of the atoning sacrifice of Christ and his constant intercession on our behalf. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that blows my mind, you know, that he is there, that, that presence is always there and is always for us. You know, Hebrews 2.17 says, For this reason he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Mm. We do need an intermediary, but it's Christ, not a man, in the human sense we think of, the, the traditional high priest. So... In scripture, you know, we are called the royal priesthood. And so if we are called to be priests, then we are also called to be intercessors. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's the way, one of the ways in which we walk in his footsteps. Yeah. It's one of the ways that we mirror Christ. Now, if Christ is interceding in the same way that the high priest interceded we know that was about salvation mm. then we too are interceding for salvation yeah. whether we're interceding for salvation of people or situations or places yeah. that is part of our priestly calling yeah. is to come before God yeah. and intercede in, in that way Yes, it is about Praying for the needs of others. It is a 
unselfish expression of love, just as Christ's sacrifice on the cross and his presence and intercession is an unselfish act of love, so is our intercession. It's never about us, it's never about how we look, it's never about our reputation. It is always about service and love and just coming on other people's um, behalf. Mm. When we intercede, we reflect God's character, mm. his mercy and his love and his grace. It's as if God wants us to think about that person or that situation mm. in the same way he does. Yes. You yeah. know, and um, I think that's one of the really important things about intercession is that we, we learn to think and see about that situation yeah. in the way that God does. It is um, a sweet-smelling incense mm. that gets released up to God, it says in Revelation 5.8. You know, so intercession is about salvation. It's unselfish. It's an act of love on behalf of other people. The way I like to think about it, I don't know about you, Andy, is I always think of it like a bridge. Yes. So it's like I've got one foot on earth and one foot in heaven, and I am being the bridge, however temporary, between those two places. You know, I I want to. Lift up to God something that has touched me yeah. on earth, but I want to hear and I want to know yeah. what heaven thinks about it. Yeah. So I can bring down from heaven onto earth yeah. what is already planned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I pray that back to God. You know, it's this two way conversation because if I just come before God with my list, that's valid we're lifting it up to God that's prayer that's okay but it's not intercession because intercession is about seeking to know what's God's heart and bringing that back up to him Um, so part of intercession is actually taking the time to listen Mm, to to be quiet before God, be quiet before the throne. So if I was interceding for Andy, I would be coming to God going, Lord, I thank you for Andy. Lord, mm. I thank you for who he is, I thank you. And I can pray like that. But then I'm going to say, Lord, what do you think about Andy? What's on your heart for Andy? And then I need to wait and I need to listen. And then when God reveals that to me, then I can pray that back so yeah. that it comes to fruit. Yes. So it doesn't yes. stay up in heaven, but it comes yes. down. Yes. And then... I might ask, what else, God? What else have you got for Andy? Mm. And, you know, and then I would hear that and I would pray it back. So that's sort of, um, yeah, that that's, for me is the crux difference between intercessing and praying. I mean, intercession is prayer. It's a subset of prayer, mm. yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was going to share some stories and then I might ask anyone here if they've got any stories. But uh, I can remember a little while ago going for a walk and um, I was in Alsford and I was sitting in the church grounds. It's actually a graveyard. And I was sitting in Alsford and I was waiting for Nick. Nick was in some meeting. And so I just started praying for Alsford. And as I was praying, I thought God prompted me that I should be interceding for this place. I don't know anything about Alsford other than, you know, the train goes through it and it's got a nice coffee shop. (laughs) But anyway, as I was sat in there praying... 
God was then like really revealing his heart for Alfred and then I was praying about an hour and a half later I realised that actually I'd been sat there the whole time and missed meeting up with Nick yeah. but it's that two way con- conversation yeah, yeah, you know yeah. um, some of you might think oh, that's okay for you Nancy because you hear God but I don't hear God like that so um, how do I do it um, another story I've got to show is when uh, there was a lady who used to be in South Church and uh, she'd moved away but God just told me one day I need to start praying for her now I had no idea what was going on mm. and so I just prayed in tongues mm. I prayed in tongues for about an hour lifting this person before God and it was only afterwards I realised that she had gone into a spiritual arrest at that oh, point wow. and it was after an hour they got her stable so sometimes in intercession we don't know what's going on I had no idea, God didn't tell me it was just you know, just praying just praying Um, another story lots of stories, but this story is more cautionary, so there was a a young lady who had come to me um, was in financial stress shall we say, and asked me to pray and so I was praying and asked God you know, to bless her with some money, da, 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 da. And God just really told me off because I hadn't gone to him and hadn't listened. And it turned out he'd been talking to this person about getting a job for about six months and they hadn't listened. Mm. And so what I was praying actually wasn't in line with what was going on in heaven mm. at all. Mm. Yeah. You know, and so I think that's why it's really important mm. to have this two-way conversation. Yeah. What is yeah. going on Absolutely. in heaven? What has got, God got planned? So that actually, you know, I'm praying in line with what God's doing. Yes. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get really frustrated when we're praying that maybe God's not answered. or And sometimes, not always, but I think sometimes it's because we, we're praying our agenda. Mm. I can be so guilty of this. Mm. And haven't actually taken time yeah. to seek yeah. what heaven's agenda is yeah. in that yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So before I go on, any, have you got any intercession stories? Intercession stories? Well... Any intercession stories? Well, I think I, I actually think it's an area I need to grow in. And, I, and I, I've been quite challenged hearing for I speak last week and, and you share today, Nancy, because I just... I think like I, I picked up on before uh, what Paul talks about like pray in all circumstances. I think it's in Ephesians six he talked about pray in all circumstances, and I think I've I think I've been guilty at times of kind of reducing prayer to I'm doing the washing up and I'm going to pray. And I think there's a lot of value in that, mm-hmm. and I think that that regular connection to God is really valuable, and, and and I'm all in for that. But there's there's times when I when I like, because because for me music is is big for me. So I feel really close to God with worship music. And so, if I really feel stirred to pray and really feel like yes, I need to, I need to be interceding. I need to be praying. I'll often put put some music on, put the earphones in, go out for a walk, or just kind of walk around the house or whatever it is. I tend to be I tend to move as I pray. I'm not so good at sitting down and, and praying, but I think. I think that's, I love that sense of hearing the heart of God and hearing what's on heaven's heart and 
and taking that and interceding I think that's really powerful and I think there's been times for me where I have been in that place mm. you talk about praying in tongues I I, uh, I pray in tongues a lot and I and I really feel that there was one there was one situation just come to mind where I was in the car actually and I just began to pray in tongues I can't really talk about the incident that was happening yeah. um, but there was I just felt I felt like I've got to pray and actually it turned out that there was something going on very near to where I was and and I heard about it the next day and then and then you kind of put two and two together don't you and you realize okay God that's why you got me to to do that and like I say I can't really I don't think it would be appropriate to go into details of it but that was quite a powerful reminder to me and 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 just while while I'm talking (laughs) I just like when you were talking about that bridge between heaven and earth I was thinking about the Lord's Prayer and then we pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come mm. and your will be done. And there's this sense that I definitely see in scripture about God wanting to bring his kingdom to earth. And actually when we intercede and when we hear about God's heart, then I think that's what we're doing. We're almost kind of calling heaven down to earth and and we want less of earth and more of heaven. And, and, and I think that's, that's a powerful picture. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Like Anything you would like to add? I, I have a question. Yep. Um, I think, like probably a lot of people, I get on with the talking bit a lot easier than I do with the listening bit. Mm. Okay. My brain starts to wander, I get distracted, I start thinking about the next thing I need to do or what I'm going to have for dinner or whatever that might be. So, or, or, or I just start thinking these things in my head, are they, is this, am I making stuff up now? Am I just talking to myself or am I hearing from God? So have you got any kind of tips or help with that sort of? Yeah, absolutely. So oh, let me pick this up. I brought one of my prayer journals in. So um, in terms of stopping my mind from wandering all over the place, I write. (laughs) I write. All my prayers get written. Mm. Because, and draw. um, (laughs) Because otherwise, my mind would be all over the place. And I find if Mm. I write, so I write a letter to God every day anyway, in the morning. Part of my quiet time is I write a letter to God. But when I'm praying, I also write my prayers because I find... um, it stops me wandering all over the place. And it really facilitates this two-way conversation. So I will naturally write what I'm lifting up to God. Yeah. And then we'll just write what I sense. Now, in terms of hearing God, I think, you know, it's like a muscle. The, the more you use it, the easier it gets. Mm. So I remember when I first started, I would always picture myself... You can laugh at this, like a World War Two uh, radio operator, and I would literally physically move my hand like I'm tuning a dial right, yeah. till I could hear God, and that was my process. And right. I would, wow. so I would, if you like, tune past all the background noise of what my brain was—the white noise, the thoughts about—they were all channels that I wasn't listening for yeah. until I found that channel. Yeah. And um, what I found, what I, I really believe this is, God is continually talking. Yeah. And we just need to tune in. Yeah, yeah. It's not always like earth shattering. 
but there is a constant yeah, yeah, yeah. communication from yeah. heaven. Yeah. Um, so you might find something quirky like that works for you. It worked for me. The other thing is uh, sometimes you just get a very slight feeling when you're first starting. Yeah. It, and I would say back yourself that that is God. Yes. If yeah, you are talking absolutely. to God and you are asking God, why wouldn't it be God that is talking back to you yeah. at that point? Yeah. So you might get a little feeling of excitement. You might get a little feeling of love. You might get a little feeling of acceptance. If you're praying for someone and you just get this like slightly warm feeling and you think, oh gosh, you, gosh, you love this person yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. and then you've started that conversation and then you're listening again. And yeah. So just back yourself that yeah. that little inkling is God talking to you. Yeah. And the, the more you listen and don't ignore the small. Yeah. Searching for the big. Yeah. Yeah. The small things yeah. are priceless, that yeah. first little thing. And quite often, the first thing you feel, I know it's an old adage, but the first thing you sense is what God is saying to you. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. You know, yeah. so, um, yeah, that's, that's really that answers your question. Yes, thank you. Are you getting it? 